0: I'm so curious how Dave and Buster's is holding up right now. <laughs> he hasn't been into the office since march of 2020 are you familiar with postcards from buster oh the arthur yeah, thing. spinoff yeah. yeah nobody liked it they canceled nope. it immediately buster was canceled no 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 so mark brown
1: told me this when i saw him and all right he... this needs more context already <laughs> Okay, so I won uh the ability to attend um a small meet and greet with uh Mark Brown in college. Mm-hmm. And uh we were talking and he, someone asked him about postcards from Buster and they're like did it just not take off what was it and he's like no it was actually getting very good ratings but when we aired an episode where Buster spent a weekend with a lesbian couple in Vermont the bush administration demanded that it be canceled wow
0: they That's pulled crazy. funding <laughs> Well, that's what happens when you're on the public broadcasting system. <laughs> At least they don't have Sesame Street anymore. So <laughs> none of those puppets can meet LGBT couples. Those puppets can fuck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they can't meet LGBT couples, but they can fuck now.
1: <laughs> Thanks. And great part
0: two. Uh, The Happy Time Murders. (laughs) Pushing those boundaries. How did you get back on that? Why did you make that poll, then make a tweet about it? Then when I questioned (laughs) you further, you had no more information. Why did I do more research on the Happy Time Murders than you did when you started the joke?
1: I just remember, for me, in my head... The Happy Time Murders, it's the, the reaction to it was similar to the defense of it, I should say. The defense mm-hmm. of the Happy Time Murders was similar to Venom's defense. <laughs> like, it was the same people on my social media who were like, Critics are just trying to bring this movie down. Go see it. Support it. It's it's good. They just don't like edgy.
0: <laughs> Every review I've read about it is, what if Team America was worse and didn't have a point? <laughs> and I didn't even like Team America that much.
1: Who have you ever heard of... Uh... I think it was called Evil Sesame Street. Evil
0: Sesame Street. That doesn't sound familiar. The only thing I'm thinking of is an SNL sketch when they had David Harbour on. And they were doing the gritty live action reboot of how Oscar the Grouch became the Grouch a la the Joker.
1: Uh, I don't know if this, I think it was real. There was like a a parody series called Evil Sesame Street where it was just all the Muppets with angry eyebrows and they had guns.
0: (laughs) This sounds like a YouTube poop. I don't think this was a real (laughs) show. I
1: I could have sworn I read an article at one point walking me through the production history of it.
0: I've absolutely seen a picture of Cookie Monster with angry eyebrows, and I'm pretty sure that's a YouTube poop. Puppet shows I feel puppets are coming back. Am I crazy? Does it feel like there's a resurgence of puppet media? or is it they're just because I I don't know where
1: out? they went, but they're back and they're coming in horns.
0: Well, because there was there was a whole puppet episode of Doom Patrol. There I, was. I
1: woke up one morning and there were all these puppets in my yard and I was trying to get
0: them to leave. Mm-hmm. They're back. I, they're back and they can't be stopped. They're so much more famous than I am. And I'll be damned if a piece of felt or polyester is going to become more famous than me. Last time that happened, it was a goddamn dress.
1: You're going to steal my wife.
0: Kermit the Frog stole my wife! That
1: son of a bitch, he's back. And he's sexier than ever.
0: <laughs> Look at that little, uh, what is her, what do you call the thing around his neck? Penis. <laughs> All of his neck penises. <laughs> Welcome to a new edition If We Ain't Seen Nothing Yet. The only podcast which is also a game show where one of us is quizzed on a movie they haven't seen. I'm your co-host, Ethan, and this is your other co-host, Wes. The (laughs) current score is still our point totals, which were earned for us by our significant others. Remember, men, you don't have to work if the ladies are doing it for you. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. But I have 18 points. Wes has 16 points. I predict I will gain a total of 58 points, and Wes predicted 60.
1: I feel like next time we have two people on and we're quizzing them, we should probably do the other person's score, or else we could just give our... Otherwise, we're just giving ourselves points.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Or we should flip a coin and assign a person four points. But we'll figure it out. Uh, this is the hundred and first episode of the show, and you better believe we're gonna be <laughs> recapping the Eternals and then Aquas West on Jim Carrey's The Mask.
1: We're doing cheesy superhero movies. I'm also a little sick
0: with a cold, mm. and I'm a little sick because I had a milkshake for breakfast at Red Lobster it's a great place i'm just saying <laughs> milk
1: ice cream and crab legs blended together
0: <laughs> it's a sweet uh, lots of umami textures and flavors <laughs> buttery rich cajun seasoning ah <laughs> uh, and then you <laughs> take a garlic butter chaser afterwards <laughs> You're ready to rip through the day.
1: They just dumped a bunch of their biscuits
0: in like a boiling tea kettle. Stirred it up. Chunky. This is grits now. Dude, you ever had grits? You ever had good grits?
1: I've only had grits at, um, what's it called? What's that breakfast place that's on State Street? Red Lobster. No, the other one. Uh,
0: short stacks?
1: Short stack, yeah. I've had oh. grits at short stack.
0: I got tired of short stacks really quickly. Shout out to small businesses, though. Just more of a Red Lobster kind of guy. Just... This episode is not brought to you by Red Lobster, but next episode could be. If... Um, if... Kim Lopdrop wants to reach out to me <laughs> regarding uh a sponsorship, I'd be happy to do that. Kim Lopdrop, Wes, what do you think Kim Lopdrop looks like, CEO of Red Lobster? Well, if his first name's Kim, I'm
1: guessing he's Asian American.
0: Uh <laughs> let me go ahead and send you this picture. I of think Kim.
1: he he's gonna look jolly, which is just a, another way of saying overweight. overweight. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh no, all my porn. I accidentally said Wes all oh, my porn.
1: What? He is a very white man. He a is. generic looking
0: white man. If you Googled a picture of white CEO, you would find a picture of Kim Lopdrop. I like that he has like an embroidered suit jacket with a
1: lobster on it.
0: <laughs> He's doing the brand right. So Kim... Sponsor us. Red Lobster, You always people always say millennials are killing the slow fast food dining experience. We could bring it back. And you know,
1: Kim just said, you know, the pandemic is finally winding down and Red Lobster has emerged with the best menu <laughs> they've ever had. Vastly improved off-pre- off-premises systems and a stronger business model and over... 10 million members in our uh, in their award-winning loyalty program, My Red Lobster Rewards. Great title for a loyalty program. <laughs> Are you on his LinkedIn? And, you know, they have great initiatives in the pipeline and a terrific leadership team in place. And, you know, they're confident. They're in a well-positioned to attract an, an outstanding new CEO because he's retiring. Oh, uh, and uh who can lead red lobster to greatness over
0: uh, multiple generations to come <laughs> red lobster nfts red lobster <laughs> nfts For since brunch. January they've hired 20,000 new employees <laughs> you know how you know how commercials. <laughs> Aren't uh, like what's on the menu for the average consumer, but are instead is trying to get you to actually invest in the <laughs> business's stock. We know who our audience is. It's not the customer; it's the investor, and it's the employees who uh, Red Lobster
1: considers their real heroes for their uh, because what- of their hard work
0: during the the pandemic which is why the Red Lobster employees generally get paid approximately $13 an hour for a host if you're working in San Diego, uh, or probably less if you're working as a server. Real heroes. I was going to say less
1: if you work anywhere outside of California.
0: <laughs> so anyway, Kim Lopdrup, if you want to sponsor the show, we'd be happy to have you. Or tell tell your successor about us. The Eternals. <laughs> oh boy, The Eternals, a movie uh, <laughs> that I certainly watched, uh, and I rewatched. Are you serious? Are you fucking <laughs> serious? <laughs> With what time, man? Uh, called it sick, so I could watch. <laughs> I called it freaking sick, dude. (laughs) Used a sick day. (laughs) Hey, boss, I did a kickflip before work. I think I'm too sick to come in.
1: So with the open-ended questions, you know, you really struggled to be able to tell me who are the Eternals, Deviants, and Celestials,
0: as well as Arisha. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't expect to have all of those answers. Written to me as though in a textbook for the (laughs) title crawl that starts this movie. And then regurgitated several times throughout the movie. (laughs) Yeah, just in case you forgot, which you very well may have. (laughs) So
1: you only got two points out of open-ended questions. Can you tell me at
0: this point who all these different people are and how they relate to one another? (laughs) Absolutely, I can tell you. (laughs) So it's obviously most important to talk about. Or, let me let me give the two stories first because one of the stories is a lie and the other story is the truth. Okay. The the story as presented at the start, gotta start with celestials. They are kind of the arbiters of the universe that create planets and life and dictate cosmic forces. They uh, are opposed by the Deviants, which are supposedly mutated creatures that just kind of try to stop the natural course of evolution. And then you learn that they were actually created by the Celestial Arsham. Uh And then the Eternals are the uh, descendants of Celestials that are supposed to stop the Deviants. They're, they're basically Celestials that work... They're 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 beings that work for the Celestials, and then later we find out that they're robot kind of things. Spoilers. They're just visions. Uh, they're not exactly. <laughs> Wait, when you say visions, do you mean the Vision as played by Paul Bettany? I mean visions on my vision board. Because <laughs> uh, you would like to one day find out that you are one. Yes. And then Arashem is, of course, a Celestial who created both the Deviants and Eternals.
1: And all living things? Unclear.
0: <laughs> is unclear. he just God? <laughs> but there are more than him. Who made Arashem? <laughs> uh, Jack Kirby, I think. Oh. The Celestial Prime. Multiple choice.
1: The only question you got right was the question, what excuse do the Eternals use for not preventing the worst events in history? (laughs) They simply (laughs) can't can't interfere.
0: (laughs) They can't. Dad told them not to.
1: Ethan, how many times can you recall off the top of your head that we see the Eternals interfere in just the
0: normal life of... Human history. Uh, Sprite can't fucking stop. (laughs) Sprite's all about telling humans just all these crazy (laughs) fucking stories, which is wild to me that this movie decides to retcon all human mythology (laughs) to be stories told by Sprite the Eternal. My
1: favorite, uh, intervention that they do is the fact that they ruled a city and, mm-hmm. like, BC times, and then... Babylon! Yeah, Babylon, and at one point, there's, like, a a fight that's gonna break out over, like, someone not following through on their gambling debt or whatever, and then they're about mm-hmm. to fight, and then mind-control guy stops them from fighting, and then they're like, no, you can't, can't
0: interfere! He makes them hug, you forget to mention. Yes,
1: he makes them hug. Um... <clears throat> They're like, you can't interfere despite the fact that we have created this city
0: for them. (laughs) (laughs) You can't interfere in the city that we've created. Fucking Festus was going to give them the steam engine. He's like, I just made this for fun. You guys can have it. And then having them explain what a plow does. (laughs) Riveting, <laughs>
1: riveting movie. Fantastic
0: scene. entertainment. <laughs> when do we get to talk about Festus?
1: I don't even. Is Festus technology guy?
0: Festus is technology guy. Okay, we'll talk about him shortly. What's... When are we going to talk about the serious retcon of World War II? <laughs> What's the shape
1: of the eternal ship? Triangle. Triangle. I got got, some dimmits in the back, but it's... mm
0: -hmm. (laughs) Dude, I just came off Iron Man 1. That's like the most weirdly pro-military, yet somehow also pro-pacifism movie I've ever watched.
1: Uh, I also got you with Deviants eating the forbidden fruit, and that's how they become sentient.
0: That would have been cool. They just suck the juices out of Eternals.
1: Somehow they just do that.
0: and They, they don't suck a lot, just a little bit. It doesn't take long.
1: And, of course, which power is not one of the Eternals. Uh, Laser Claws was not one of them.
0: You said Mirage. Laser Claws is just so close to one of the powers they have. I don't know if I texted you this, but I talked to Kira about it. When you get down to it, what's the difference between Festus and Thena's abilities?
1: Which one's Thena again? Is she the one that can change matter?
0: That's John Voigt's daughter. Wait, John Voigt's daughters. <laughs> John Voight's daughter, Angelina Jolie. That's his daughter. You did. <laughs> you didn't know that?
1: No, I had no idea.
0: Yeah, I wasn't making a joke last episode. <laughs> I was could, fully saying that.
1: How could John Voight procreate
0: something far be- more beautiful? Than... <laughs> I think you're not giving John Voight enough credit. <laughs> how
1: could John Voight procreate?
0: There's the real question.
1: Who, who would procreate
0: with that? <laughs> a machine? Clint Eastwood. <laughs> and they would find a way. That's just mitosis. That's all you're talking about. <laughs> is Clint Eastwood a John Voigt or is John Voigt a Clint Eastwood?
1: <laughs> Which one's just a mutated mit- mitosis reproduction of the other?
0: I think John Voight butted off of Clint. <laughs> I think so, too. And he butted off wrong. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Angelina Jolie's powers that she can create weapons out of laser energy. Yeah, laser weapons versus <laughs> laser finger guns and laser fists. <laughs> but what I'm saying is that Festus, his whole deal is creating technology. Which, arguably, is better than all of everyone else's powers. <laughs> because during that one fight at the end of the movie, we see Angelina Jolie like throw up a regular-looking shield. Uh-huh. And then Festus just goes big technology <laughs> shield in front of it. And I was like, these are the same power, but one is worse than the other.
1: <laughs> one is far more limited than the other. <laughs> yeah. Yes, uh, they are. <laughs> all their powers just make no lick of sense in regards to the others, uh, and there's just completely different proportions
0: in their abilities. Why does Arishem give all of those powers to? Th- they don't seem like they would all be useful. He also knows that the deviants mutate and evolve. So Sprite's Mirage shit, I assume, would work once? I've seen The Incredibles.
1: <laughs> I used to think in The Incredibles when Mirage says what her name is, I thought she said my I, I thought she just said Raj. <laughs> <laughs> There's
0: a call out to the elephant character from Camp Lazlo. Or the Rajnishi.
1: <laughs> True or false, you got three points for correctly guessing that the Eternals watched the Spanish genocide of the Aztecs. They can't uh,
0: interfere. Until Druig does.
1: <laughs> and then makes them fuck into it.
0: <laughs> what is that commune? It's the scariest thing. Are we supposed to like him? <laughs> uh, you also guess true that uh, Karun is objectively the best character in the movie. He's, he's so good. Anytime he's on screen, it's just a breath of fresh air. It's the
1: comedy sensibilities of all the other Marvel movies just put into one character.
0: Who's just a regular guy. Who was asked to film this. <laughs> and has an endless supply of cameras. <laughs> Which was very funny.
1: Um, I also appreciated that he was an older
0: actor too. Yeah. Let Karun <laughs> let join the MC. If anyone from the Eternals is getting their own TV show. I hope it's Karun. And then you uh, also
1: correctly guessed this is a weird romance between man and child in this movie. It's bad. It's bad.
0: <laughs> it's bad. It's real bad.
1: Especially because we know at the beginning, Sprite is able to create a mirage of herself as an adult. I didn't like that. I didn't like that at all. <laughs> but the whole thing is her whole character motivation is that she desperately
0: wants to be an adult. She can be. <laughs> There's no reason That she can't be The limitations of her mirage powers Don't seem to exist <laughs> She could become Anything and anyone Sprite sucks Sprite's the worst <laughs> Yeah
1: truly The one other thing I want to mention is uh, You guessed True that the viewer would eventually become sympathetic to the deviants. Uh huh. I feel like that the, we, <laughs> we
0: should have. We should. Yeah, we should have. <laughs> the fact that they are killed unceremoniously <laughs> is wild.
1: Honestly, I feel like either we should have become sympathetic towards them as characters, or we could have done
0: without them. They didn't have to have this tragic backstory. I think, but this it, movie seemed intent on giving everyone one of those. I think this movie would have could. Have, uh, I'll save this for the end.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Finally, we have the Scream Grab. Uh, you got a point and a half for this. For guess, for essentially just saying that this is a giant molten figure holding a hand over the Earth. And then mm-hmm. I gave you a uh, half a point for um, saying that it's a Celestial. <laughs> yeah.
0: Am I getting any bonus questions?
1: Yes. Uh, I have three okay. bonus questions for you. Cool. When and where do the Eternals arrive on Earth?
0: Ooh. Oh, <laughs> shit. Um, They arrive... I, I need a year and the location. <laughs> you <laughs> This is so fucking mean.
1: <laughs> I'll give you a half a point if you get one or but not the other. Okay, here's the thing. I
0: know it was before the birth of Jesus Christ <laughs> <laughs> because I remember. Yeah, it's substanti- <laughs> It was like 2000 BC or something.
1: <laughs> and it was 5000. But what's 5, the location?
0: 5,000 BC? <laughs> Were there even people back then? Yes. <laughs> uh, but it was in... I feel like it was a Nordic-esque country. Right? No. No? Where was it? Mesopotamia. Mesopotamia. Of course they, of course they came to the birthplace of civilization. (laughs) Ethan, you dumbass.
1: But I do like the idea that they arrived to create the Aryan society in the Nordic
0: countries. That's what I thought. I really did, because they come out of the fucking ocean. (laughs) I really like the first scene of the movie.
1: (laughs) Uh, What is the name of? kumail's bollywood character oh
0: damn i wish i remembered this i really do but i, the, I really wish this is wish multiple I remembered choice this. this is multiple choice
1: is it okay okay,
0: okay.
1: a icarus mm-hmm. b shadow warrior c dark it's shadow, shadow Warrior it's shadow War- d shadow hunter it's shadow warrior <laughs> okay you got that one so you got
0: a bonus point Okay, I, I actually really liked that brief scene in the movie where he talks about how this is my great-grandfather, this is my grandfather, and now it's me. I'm like, what a perfect way for an immortal person to just continue to be famous forever.
1: Tuck no- uh, everlasting, take note. <laughs>
0: You're not a fan? I I hear the name so much and I don't want it. True or false. This is the log true or false, okay? So
1: pay <laughs> attention. True or false. The deviants were created to support intelligent life's growth so that celestials can grow within planets, but they evolved so the eternals were created to destroy the
0: deviants and protect intelligent life. Um I feel like you missed an important part about the Deviants, and so I want to say false. I feel like you, did you accident? did you say that they became Eternals? Because that's not true. No, I did not say that. I said, did but they be- evolved
1: so the Eternals were created.
0: Ah, yes. The Eternals were created because the problem with the Deviants was that they could evolve, and Arisham said, no, you cannot evolve. That's bad. My One of my
1: favorite parts in the countless scenes where we just get backstory um, is just Arisham saying, but they evolved. It's like, how? <laughs> <laughs> what?
0: What? With what <laughs> stimulus? <laughs> Make them stop. <laughs> also, they evolved over what generations? They don't breed. They mutated. Did you mean to say that they just mutated? <laughs> I don't think this movie has a firm grasp on what evolution is, but you said
1: true it is true, so you got two bonus points cool um so I will tell you your grand total at the end of this okay um Ethan would you
0: <laughs> I just remembered what our bonus question for this is sorry go ahead. <laughs>
1: Would you uh, re-watch this movie?
0: (laughs) It's too long. No way. (laughs) Oh, so that's the only reason. (laughs) Yeah, that's the only reason. Otherwise, I loved everything about it. I'll probably put this in my Letterboxd review, too, and I know a lot of people are going to disagree. I watched Nomadland when it was up for awards season, which is also written and directed by Chloe Zhao. It's... It's worse than this, <laughs> mm. but it's still not. And the reason that Nomad Land, uh, in my opinion, is worse is because it is uh, Francis McDormand pretending to be a poor person in a community of real poor people. <laughs> um, and what's wrong with that? <laughs> <laughs> um, I spell it out for the listener. <laughs> <laughs> I understand. <laughs> I, I understand, but maybe the listener doesn't know. Uh, but the, I, I appreciate what this movie is trying to do, like take the MCU in a very different direction uh, and try to feel it out. It doesn't... It's trying to fundamentally rebuild the audience's understanding of what going to see a Marvel movie is and fails to meet expectations in those regards. And ultimately just comes up with a lot of lore, and it's trying to give me characters that I care about, but they're all boring and awful. (laughs) (laughs) Again, Karun is the best (laughs) character in the movie, (laughs) without any (laughs) question. Yeah, it's just, it's a lot of people standing in deserts. Talking. Talking and being sad. (laughs) And it, like, I'm not interested in seeing immortal people be sad for thousands of years. Most interesting part of this movie was Festus because he decided to stop being sad. Maybe he shouldn't have, but...
1: <laughs> My favorite
0: part of this movie was uh Hiroshima. <coughs> Yeah, so that's what I've been talking about. (laughs) They make it so that the only gay black character in this movie was responsible for the bombing of Hiroshima and Nagasaki.
1: Honestly, though, what a fucking dumbass. Why did he specifically (laughs)
0: help them build a bomb? (laughs) It's like, they should have at least said what he helped them build. (laughs) Because if it, it was just like nuclear fusion sure like i can see how that would be like something he was sad about but they never say he did that and it sounds like he built the atomic bomb and he's like i can't believe they misused this the whole thing just makes it seem the
1: whole okay i'll just get into my review i I would not rewatch this movie (laughs) i think there's too many problems with it i think they should have just gotten rid of the deviance part of it because it doesn't make any sense um and i don't care about them in any way
0: (laughs) and they don't they're not gonna matter
1: they they don't (laughs) fucking matter what i think would have been smarter and i know it's based on comics or whatever but it would have been like they are they're planted on planets And they hibernate for long periods of time. So just take away the whole aspect that they have anything to do with human history. Let's just say they only wake up during times of great peril or whatever. And it's defined by whoever created them. I think that would have been a smarter choice. Because then we don't have to sit through countless scenes of them arguing over whether they should intervene or not. Instead, mm-hmm. they can just feel like they're righteous all the time and that they're all powerful. And I mm. think the movie would have been better if they would have been the villains. All of them would have been the villains. Like they, When they awaken for the celestial Tiamat or whatever it's called, they try and assume control of the entire Earth mm-hmm. because they think that they're all powerful. It would and have been then, interesting to I see think it the would audience
0: kind of turn against them, yeah. Yeah.
1: And then have some of them come to a realization of like, oh no, we're not we're not doing this right. Are we the baddies? Yeah. Right. <laughs> because and when still- when we see some of them decide to turn bad, I don't care about
0: them. I have I n- I don't give a shit who turns bad. Also, it's like the The rationale for the turning evil is so flimsy. Where it's like, I actually was just going to do the plan because that's what we planned. (laughs) And now that makes me the bad guy. It makes me the bad
1: guy to kill Selma Hayek?
0: (laughs) Also... Uh, I just want to talk about how Icarus's laser eyes are the weakest-looking laser eyes I've ever seen in media. <laughs> it doesn't look like they do anything. My laser eyes look stronger. <laughs> <laughs> it, lo- it looks like someone's getting gently punched when they get hit by his laser eyes. <laughs> the effects in this movie are grounded, but honestly, I would say too grounded. <laughs> Uh, but I do want to give it props where it was good because I don't love the idea of just ripping a movie to shreds. Again, I i think, th- I think that they're trying to do something different was cool. I like that this is a Marvel movie where not the, the, the protagonist and antagonist don't just have the same power and are fighting each other at the end of the movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought that the Tiamat coming out of the ocean looked really fucking cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, honestly, the final sequence of this movie looks incredible. Were you also like me
1: and thinking of, like, what coastal cities are just being destroyed right now? Of
0: this? <laughs> like, at, like any time I watch a Marvel movie, I think about just scroll back by maybe a 100 miles <laughs> and just see what has just been wrecked. <laughs> I don't, I don't love the Hawkeye TV show, but I do like that it brings to light the fact that a bunch of New York City was destroyed and a bunch of people died. <laughs> and we like also they killed, Also, they kill Gilgamesh, the best one of the Eternals. Which one?
1: Uh, oh. <laughs> Super Fist. Yes, okay, yes. <laughs> the most He was the best one. <laughs>
0: All right, let's rank the Eternals. <laughs> I
1: can't remember them all.
0: Gilgamesh, okay, okay, number yeah, one. I Kingo, number two. I have to look up them up. Kingo's number two. Number three, I guess Cersei. <laughs> Just Joe Chan.
1: Okay, I would say Gilgamesh, number one uh makari number two because she was wholly inoffensive
0: i (laughs) dude i fucking makari i guess would be next (laughs) also another cool point for this movie uh good deaf and sign language representation you don't see that a lot yeah
1: uh i guess kingo number three but i've been finding kumail more more annoying recently i don't know why (laughs) Then I'll say, yeah, Cersei. I don't know. Druig,
0: Icarus, Sprite, and Thena are all terrible. They them. Ajak. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess Ajak.
1: Uh, and then the rest of them are just going to be all... Well, No, then Star Fox, Harry
0: Styles. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Star Fox. He's, I'm. This is Thanos' brother. And the audience is just supposed to go, mm, yeah. <laughs> he looks just like him. And Takara literally yelled out, What? <laughs> I can barely understand fucking anything Pat Oswalt is saying because I'm so distracted by how weird that CG guy looked. So bad. Looks so awful. He was so wet. <laughs> Uh, you the got, rest of them. Uh, I'm not, I'm not <laughs> ranking Icarus right in Druig or Athena. I refuse to. I think they're all bad.
1: Um, Ethan, do you think this movie would have been improved if more
0: money was <laughs> thrown at it? This is one of the most expensive looking movies I've seen in a long time. I don't think so.
1: I'll say no as well, but I would like to see how it would have been what would have changed if we threw more money at it.
0: We would have replaced some of the Eternals with bigger named actors. I'm convinced that is the case. John Voigt would play Ajax. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm sure uh, John Voigt costs more than Solayek.
0: <laughs> well, he would certainly charge more. <laughs> Alright, Ethan, uh, you got what nine- does Eternals look like with a bigger budget? <laughs> how much was how much did this movie cost?
1: Uh you got nine and a half points. That's the, fine. Its budget was two
0: hundred million dollars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know. I would have liked I'm gonna say every movie deserves more money, but just so the effects team can actually get paid. <laughs> uh nine and a half. I'll take nine and a half points if it never if it means I never have to watch the Eternals again. You originally got seven and a half, so uh... <laughs> I excel at remembering stuff about movies that I've seen. <laughs> okay, so we're gonna take a short break, and when we come back, I will quiz Wesley on Jim Carrey's The Mask. I watched the Truman Show two days ago. Yeah. Why did Jim Carrey have this big turn where he was like, I'm going to do serious movies? He'd already done The Truman Show. It just
1: wasn't, what would you call it? Edgy. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say edgelord. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I love The Truman Show. Maybe maybe I'm a film fuckboy for loving The Truman Show. I think it's really good.
1: I think it's fine to like the The Truman Show.
0: I don't think a single episode of Black Mirror ever reaches the height of the Truman Show.
1: Can you believe this movie? No. (laughs) The Eternals (laughs) had made about the same amount of money that Shang-Chi made. I don't like that. (laughs) I don't like
0: that at all. Made a little Uh,
1: bit more than Black Widow.
0: That makes sense. Wasn't Black Widow Disney Plus exclusive? For a while. I don't remember how that worked. Yeah, I think it had a bumpy rollout. I hate... So... <laughs> what I hate the most about Hawkeye is that it made me think, I should go watch Black Widow. Because <laughs> there's a character from Black Widow played by Florence Pugh who's really good. <laughs> you just want to see David Harbour punch Black Widow. Yo, what? David Harbour's in Black Widow? I forgot that. Yeah, Captain Britain... Hmm. but I refuse to as the world's number one taskmaster fan I will not watch Black Widow I just don't care (laughs) or I'm worried you care too much (laughs) they didn't do Black Widow right Scarlett Johansson is my favorite person in the MCU (laughs) they killed her off
1: Now, in favor of a domestic abuser
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's it's why like, I didn't th- watch Hawkeye. <laughs> I think, yeah. Look, I didn't watch Hawkeye because I was like, yeah, I really want to do this. It was I need to pass the time right now, <laughs> and my parents wanted to watch it. You heard her here
1: fo- first, folks. Uh, Mister and uh, Ms. Jesse
0: stand domestic. Abuse. <laughs> He's the worst part of the show easily, and we all agreed that. We agreed that we agreed that let's talk about cheesy superhero movies. I think this one's arguable as to whether or not the mask is a superhero, but he is a comic book character. So I think at least counts. we got that. So Wes, why haven't you seen this movie and what happens in it?
1: I haven't seen this movie cause it looks bad. <laughs> it looks like I would not like it. Okay. What happens in it? Jim Carrey is a father, husband. He's been down on his luck. I'm going to say he works at, I don't know, like an art museum. They get this mask. Uh, he. Mm-hmm. I think at some point the mask finds itself like it crawls onto him. Mm hmm. And. Makes him wear it. Um, it's gonna he it's gonna have some theme of like he just wants to be a better husband and dad. Um, okay, and that means being a little more loose, having more fun. But the mask takes it to an extreme. Um, there's okay. a bunch of like cartoon stuff. Like his hand can be like turned into like a like a hammer or something like that. Okay. Um, like eyes popping out of skulls, that sort of stuff. Okay. He wears a yellow tux... No, not a tuxedo. yet like a yellow pinstripe suit. Okay. And there's a lot of Jim
0: Carrey just, like, clenching his teeth the way he does. Okay. Sounds good to me. Jim Carrey's character in this movie is named Stanley. Uh, Not unlike Stanley Yelnats from Holes.
1: Or anyone else named Stanley.
0: (laughs) They're just the one. Uh, You kind of touched on it a little bit, but what is his relationship to the mask, both the object and the character, for lack of a better term? like?
1: I think it's going to be kind of like the Santa Claus. It's it's he doesn't want it he wants to loosen up but he wants to try and get rid of it as much as he can I I'm really torn on whether he can actually take it off or not or whether it just like melds into his skin kind of like venom Mm mm-hmm sad that that's my point of reference but
0: uh, (laughs) the most recent movie you've seen with something like this happening most
1: recent movie I've seen (laughs) I've been watching it every week.
0: It starts the day. Some people start with a cup of coffee. Wes watches Venom, the original one.
1: Sunday at the strike of midnight. So I start every <laughs> week with it. I And where he gets it, I'm just going to say work.
0: Okay. Or a sewer. Cool. <laughs> Maybe he works in the sewer. No. He would never. Don't put words in my mouth. I'll put whatever I want in your mouth and you'll take it. Interesting. Uh, Next open-ended question. How does the mask foil a bank robbery? Listen, Ethan. He's just too gosh darn funny. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Elaborate on that.
1: He is just a laugh riot. (laughs) <laughs> uh I think uh we got guys carrying bags with dollar signs on them. And yeah. we have Jim Gary put on the mask and he he gets the, the robbers laughing, he's doing shtick. He has a tight
0: five. <laughs> and <laughs> He's not ready for a full 30 minutes on Comedy Central, but he's got a tight five for a good open mic.
1: And he, uh, I think at some point there will be a point where the robbers, laughing still, try to run away, and he just extends his leg super far, trips him. Okay. Or like he extends his arm, and it's like a hook, and pulls him away. I off
0: screen and we don't know what happens to them.
1: <laughs> we just see like static like <laughs> coming from a door and we we hear their screams and then all we hear is like the sizzling of electricity.
0: Ah, 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 ah. <laughs> <laughs> and then finally going to let you go wild here. You can go off the hook. Hog-wild. What are some of the yeah, some wild hogging. What are some of <laughs> the masks' catchphrases?
1: I have no idea. I think this is the movie where Jim Carrey says, Alrighty righty then. That might not even okay. be Jim Carrey. I haven't okay. seen a lot of Jim Carrey movies.
0: That doesn't surprise me.
1: <laughs> I like him when he's more straight. <laughs> The cable guy. I haven't seen Cable Guy. I, I don't think anyone would like it, so <laughs> Yes Man is one of my favorite top five.
0: <laughs> uh, movie um, movie. I don't like that one. <laughs> I've seen it so many times. <laughs> I had it on TVT for a while. So did we.
1: <laughs> um I'm the mask. <laughs> Okay. Uh, kiss me. I'm famous.
0: Okay. (laughs) And one more.
1: (laughs) The 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 sound of a jaw hitting the the floor. The (sighs) and then the tongue
0: unrolling. (laughs) You're gonna like one of my multiple choice questions. (laughs) Um, this just reminds me, uh, so I watched Iron Man 2 the other day. I don't know if you saw my Letterboxd review of it, but they use the cartoon, like, bell sound effect for someone getting hit <laughs> in every single fight scene of that movie. Weird. Which it's just like the, dung, it happens during the climax. Marvel, bring it
1: like, back. I would have loved <laughs> to have seen that in the final battle with Thanos. <laughs>
0: covered in ash and smoke Tony Stark reaches his hands up ready to snap his fingers and says I am Iron Man and we get a big old Taco Bell boom
1: (laughs) (laughs) if they would have just stuck with it it would be it would be
0: a um, what do you call it? it as iconic as his hand blaster noise that my mom had for her text ringtone for a while who is your mom? <laughs> <laughs> Let's get her on. Hi, mom. <laughs> All right. That is it for open-ended. Let's get into multiple choice. Ethan, you motherfucker. Why do you always do this to yourself? Did you not finish it? <laughs> I didn't finish it. It's I didn't finish one question, but it's the first one. <laughs> uh, um, cool. Improvise. Uh, I got it, I got it, I got it, I got it. Multiple choice number one. The newest, hottest club in town that we spend a lot of movie time at is called A, Hotsy Totsies, B, the Fat Cat Lounge, C, the Coco Bongo Club, or D,
1: Schmoozies. Coco Bongo Club. I think I recall seeing uh, in an ABC Family promo... After I've watched the Seven Hundred Club, the uh, the actor Jim Carrey playing the bongos with
0: the mask on. Okay. Multiple choice number two. Stanley submits to the Ask Peggy column of his local newspaper using what pseudonym? A, the cartoon critic. B forever lonely bachelor c sad sack stanley or d mr nice guy
1: uh i'm gonna say mr nice guy
0: all right and i wasn't sure if we're still doing bonus questions but i threw some in for fun what did he write in about with the pseudonym mr nice guy
1: Why is it so hard? Why do the nice guys always finish last?
0: Okay. Sounds good. Multiple choice number three. Which cartoon behavior doesn't the mask exhibit? A. He can inflate his fist by blowing in his thumb. B. He turns into a wolf to ow at a sexy lady. C. Gets steam coming out of his ears or D can pull any object he wants out of his pockets. I'm gonna
1: say he don't turn into no wolf. Okay. He's hungry, but not like the wolf. Not like Paul Giamatti.
0: What are you what is that referencing? <laughs> I don't know what that's a reference. <laughs> Big fat liar. Or... When does he, he... becomes a wolf in Big Valley? Liar?
1: No, that song plays when he's swimming in the... Oh, that's when he becomes pool. blue.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Multiple choice number four.
1: I was referencing John Adams, <laughs> the, the HBO <laughs> docu-series. Uh,
0: I was still referencing The Truman Show, which I always forget that Paul Giamatti is in. That's right. Uh... Multiple choice number four. Which trickster god does a real-life former game show host think gives the mask its power? Which god? A. Loki. B. Susanoo. C. Mercury. Or D. Hermes. I think it's going to be Loki. Okay. That sounds familiar. For a bonus question, do you know which former real-life game show host is the one to present this theory? I'm just going
1: to... Like, former now or former then when the movie came out?
0: Uh, I think his game show had had been currently running at that point, so former now. Hmm.
1: Movie came out in the 90s, I think. Who is host of mm-hmm. Family Feud? <laughs> Richard
0: Karn. <laughs> There's and there
1: Louis Anderson, RIP. Yeah, that's sad. Yeah, he was a good guy. Ah, I'm just going to say Bob Barker just to be safe. Okay, Bob Barker.
0: And the final multiple choice question which love interest does Stanley end up with? A, the blonde that was dating a mobster, B, the down-to-earth redhead reporter, C, the tough brunette on the police force, or D, this incel bitch dies alone.
1: Your throat's some red meat at me, and I'm gnawing on it. I'm taking D. <laughs> <laughs> He's
0: drooling. I can see it.
1: <laughs> Give me that incel lady. My dream girl. Oh. <laughs>
0: So you got three hair, three hair colors and an incel. Uh,
1: I'm, I'm going with incel.
0: You're going with it? Yeah. Okay.
1: <laughs> you always doubt me. Even though when you doubt me, it's a clear sign that I'm wrong.
0: <laughs> it, honestly, it's mostly just that I don't understand sometimes when you pick an answer because you make it sound like a joke. My whole life is a joke. Same. I'm always. On. And it's not that funny. I'm bombing. <laughs> true or false? Number one, Stanley acquires the mask off of a drowned man's body.
1: <laughs> did the Santa Claus steal the <laughs> the concept from this movie? I'm just gonna say true. I'm gonna say Tim Allen has no original bone in his body, <laughs>
0: except for his as we pee-pee. know he did. Yeah. That's all natural. It's just crazy how he managed to drown Santa off of his roof. (laughs) True or false, a dog gains the powers of the mask.
1: I'm pretty sure that's in Son of the Mask. Which I remember actually being interested in (laughs) seeing It Do you was... want me to
0: quiz you on Son of the Mask?
1: No, not right now. I remember when it came out, I was like, okay, I wasn't interested in Jim Carrey, but now that he's out, yes, I'm in. <laughs> Still never saw it.
0: Uh, yeah, just because you're you're far more interested in actor Jamie Kennedy.
1: I'm interested in the concept, sans Jim Carrey. Uh, yeah, so I'm going to say false. That's in Son of the Mask.
0: True or false, no one dies in this movie?
1: False, I think people definitely die. It's cartoon violence with real-life repercussions.
0: Okay. True or false, the power of dance saves the mask from the police. Sure, I'm picturing, like, a shootout, kind
1: of like in Ghost Rider. <laughs> but he <laughs> just where dances he to the couldn't possibly bullets. survive. <laughs>
0: Now you have be thinking about that Ghost Riders shootout <laughs> where police are shooting at police. And it's just crazy.
1: <laughs> because they formed a half circle.
0: <laughs> we can get him. Just blind fire at him. And the final true or false question. Stanley's dog breaks him out of jail. Sure. Whatever. I don't care. You think I care? With your gotcha questions, I buddy, I get I, I I talk to you once, maybe twice a week. I know you don't care about anything. You're too cool. We're strictly he's coworkers. He's vaping during the show. He's playing an. He's level grinding in an MMO right now. And I'm watching Joe Rogan. <laughs> and the worst part is that he's sharing his screen. Alright, let me go ahead and shoot you this screenshot. I haven't decided yet. I took a few pictures at the same time. Um, Time for me to pick one. And let's go with this.
1: You're not going to be able to edit that out. (laughs) I won't. Great. Okay. So... Now that I'm looking at it, I definitely think that this is the mask when it's not on a person's face. Okay. Um. So this is Jim Carrey hiding his face with uh, the mask, but it's not on his face. He's like holding it up, covering his face. And I'm pretty sure the guy that, we're, it's an over-the-shoulder shot, the guy that I can't see his face is either the teacher from Ferris Bueller's Day Off, okay, or the banker from Blank Check.
0: <laughs> you know what? From a back profile, those two do look kind of similar. <laughs>
1: Just from the, just from like the edge. If you saw the full body, you'd be able to tell them apart because they got different body proportions. One's jolly, than the other. Let's just say.
0: <laughs> bit plumper, if you will. <laughs> I remember when I was teaching in Japan and I had to teach connotations, and my textbook was like, you could call someone fat, but to be nice, you could call them plump. <laughs>
1: god it's a lot worse like
0: i don't know if i would do that (laughs) like a food can be plump (laughs) i'm gonna take a bite out of this fat peach is that too this fat pear do i keep do i keep that taking a bite out of a fat peach Uh, whatever I've already been cancelled on this show <laughs> every episode for the past hundred episodes. I can't hurt myself now.
1: Hell, your parents just got cancelled this episode.
0: For uh, what? They didn't do anything.
1: Watching Hawkeye.
0: Knowing about the scandals. <laughs> yeah, because everyone's definitely on the radar on that and Disney hasn't tried to scrub any public <laughs> record of the scandals from the internet. Yeah.
1: I definitely didn't just have a conversation
0: where Rigoletto's like, I tried to look into it, but I couldn't find <laughs> anything. <laughs> definitely nothing like uh, what's going on with The Wasp right now. The what? The Wasp. The woman who plays The Wasp in Ant Man? Yeah, who is she? I can't remember her name. She's probably still trending on Twitter right now. So let me pull... Evangeline Lilly. What's up with her? Uh, she just came out going, we can't continue to be afraid of the virus. I refuse to wear masks or get vaccinated, and I'm going out. Give her and Shuri a uh, uh, spit out. <laughs> Well, Shuri's vaccinated now because she had to. <laughs> she refuses to confirm. <laughs> <laughs> but she's still working on the movie, which means she had to fly back <laughs> to the United States and definitely had to get vaccinated. But that doesn't Aaron matter because M'Baku is going to be more important now. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, Wes, tell me a little bit more about this picture. When in the movie does it take place and kind of why Why is he hiding his face like that?
1: I think this is at the beginning of the movie. Um, this appears to be some mask architect, not architect. Well, architects. Uh, archaeologists. <laughs> the <laughs> there office. you go. An architect, God. Fuck me. Um, he. So fucking scrub that from the record,
0: please. (laughs) I can't look. that stupid. I cannot know what a movie is, but I can know the difference between an archaeologist
1: and an architect. Carson would more slip up like that, and I'm done. (laughs) (laughs) I. He's either okay. So I'm gonna take two paths. He's goofing. He's like, oh, why do you have all this old stuff? He's like, look, like you have this shitty old mask. What, do you wear it like this? And he's going like, ooka booka, booka or whatever. Something mm-hmm. like vague. Some offensive, offensive 90s yeah. shit. <laughs> or he's this guy's assistant and he was mm-hmm. snooping around. And... <laughs> Okay, this sounds dumb now that I'm starting to say it. The guy <laughs> comes back the into talk. the office, and he's like, Hey, who's in my office? And he comes ar- turns around with the mask on him, and now he can't tell exactly who this person is, even though his assistant works right outside of his office, and he has seen okay. him earlier in the day.
0: Okay, I tell you what, if I did see that joke in a different comedy movie... That would be one of the funniest bits in it. I would really like that. Playing peekaboo with your boss because he doesn't give a shit about who you are. Okay, cool. And I think this is probably towards the beginning. Yeah. All right. That is all of my questions on the mask. (laughs) Hey, guess what we haven't done in the wild? Tell people where they can watch the movie. This movie is currently available for streaming on HBO Max uh, for free if you have that platform. Otherwise, you could rent it. I'm sure Hollywood Video still has a copy, baby. I'm sure you can find a VHS at a garage sale, too. Head to a red box. They won't have it. They'll have one copy that was in the box. It's checked out. What would I have have done if that was the case with Venom when I went to pick it up? (laughs) We would have had to do a different movie. It had to do a good movie like Looper, which is the other one that was on the agenda. A movie I desperately still want to watch. <laughs> we'll do it. We'll do it during classic movies. <laughs> All, All right. right. You've uh, been
1: listening to the game show. We ain't seen nothing yet. The current score is Ethan, 27 and a half, me, 16. You can follow us on Twitter at We Ain't Seen It. On Twitter, you can follow Ethan at Powerful Goose and on Letterboxd at e You can follow me on either platform at BabyWeswee. And remember...
0: <laughs> Say it! <laughs> and
1: remember... <laughs> Ooga Booga... <laughs> Isn't offensive (laughs) when I say it. Goodbye.